Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. I'm CBS 21 meteorologist Steve Knight, and uh, we hope that you have been enjoying your summer so far. Now, look, we look at meteorological summer as the start being around June 1st. On June 1st, we look at the start of meteorological summer. And, you know, so while I realize that our summer is only, you know, a little over a week old, technically, uh, thus far, at least in terms of meteorological summer, our June has been pretty seasonable and it has been pretty nice. I, I hope you have been enjoying it. Uh, we have yet to really get into any big time heat, big time humidity. In fact, uh, as we sit right now, the warmest day that we've had so far this year was back in May on the 31st day of May, final day of May, we got to 92 degrees. You may remember it was pretty hot, pretty humid in and around uh, Memorial Day weekend, May 30th, we got to 90 degrees and uh, also mid-May 21st, 22nd, we actually got into the low nineties. But so far when I add them up, we've only had seven days so far here this month where we have had, I should say this since May, seven days so far where we've been at 90 degrees plus. So that's pretty remarkable when you think about it, that we have actually only had seven days so far. And uh, here we are sitting in uh, early July. So uh, first day of July, of course, uh, this podcast always drops on a Friday and uh, we are going to be getting into the 90s here today. But I think that's probably it in terms of the 90s. Uh, for the rest of our Independence Day weekend. Could be a really close call on Monday on the uh, 4th itself. Uh, right now, I've got us getting into the uh, upper 80s, perhaps touching near 90 degrees on Monday. But uh, by and large, uh, it has been a very comfortable start to our summer. No doubt about that. And when you consider we're going to get all the way through the month of June with our two warmest days being on June 1st and June 17th, both days we got to 91 degrees. That's it. And, uh, you know, that's pretty remarkable when you consider you take a look at the month of June and how hot and humid uh, the month of June can be. So what does the future hold? Well, I have to tell you, at least in the short term here, over the course of the next seven to 10 days, uh, we'll even run that out a little bit further out of the course of the next 14 days. Again, don't see any major spikes or prolonged heat. Uh, I don't see any stretches where we put together, you know, three, four, five days of, you know, 95 plus uh, that type of thing. And when you consider, you know, where our records are at in the month of July, and don't forget, we are coming up on what is on average, our warmest time of the year, our average high temperature gets to 87 degrees. And on average, that is our hottest time of the year. And uh, we are right on the precipice of getting into uh, that time of year. So look, it's a great time of year. It's our warmest time of the year on record. Obviously, our hours of daylight each day are very long. Our sunsets continue to be uh, after 830 at night, at least uh, for the next, uh, for the least the short term. Actually, we have a sunset eight o'clock or later, all the way until mid to late August. So it's always that great time of year where until mid to late August, we're looking at sunsets that are after 8 p.m. And that means, of course, even with sunset, even at 8 p.m. in mid to late August, you still have some daylight till about 8.15 or so, if not a little bit later, depending on how much uh, clear sky that you have. So, you know, it's been pretty fantastic. You know, I mentioned talking about uh, those numbers in June. And, you know, I looked up some of the data here and it's, well, it's pretty remarkable. 
Uh, I mentioned the two days where we had uh, a high temperature of 91 degrees, but you add it all up and we had an average high temperature in June of 2022 of 82 degrees, which really that isn't all that bad. Uh, normally our average high temperature in the month of June is 82.3 degrees. So, uh, we came in right around average and same thing with the, uh, average overnight low. We average 62.7 degrees and normally our overnight low is 62.6 degrees. So that's fairly remarkable as well. When you consider, <laughs> you know, what we've been talking about, uh, this month and how it's been pretty comfortable for us. Basically, it's been coming in on average, and this is the real telling statistic, okay? So each day, if you take the maximum and the minimum and you kind of add it all up together, you get an average temperature for that date, uh, and this is remarkable. So the average temperature for the month of June here in central PA on a, in a normal year would be 72.4 degrees. Guess where we're at? 72.4 degrees. So on average, we've been about where we should be if not slightly cooler. Uh, Precipitation-wise, and this is fairly interesting as well, uh, we have had over four inches of precipitation so far here in the month of June, 4.31, and uh, on average, 3.84. So we ran a rainfall surplus uh, for the month of almost a half an inch. Uh, wettest day that we had was actually back on, let me go across the chart here, on the uh, 16th of June, we had over an inch of rain. That was the result of some pretty rambunctious thunderstorms that were coming through uh, back on the 16th of June. And that, that was the reason why we had over an inch of rainfall on that date. So, you know, pretty remarkable month in that, uh, you know, we've been trending so often with our months uh, being above average, more often than not. Uh, I would say about 70% of our monthly data over the course of the last three or four years. And certainly while we've been doing this podcast, about 70% of the time, if not higher, our monthly average has actually come in uh, above average. So it's been, you know, a really, really comfortable month for us. And uh, we certainly hope you have been enjoying your June and the comfortable temperatures that we have had. And like I mentioned, you know, moving forward here, I don't think we're going to have any, you know, big, huge spikes uh, overall in the temperature, at least during the early part uh, of July. Uh, so that's something to look forward to as well. As we head into your holiday weekend, we do have a weather watch day up for you uh, for Saturday. And our concern on Saturday is some strong gusty thunderstorms. And it looks like they want to come through in a, in a couple of different waves. I think there could be a bit of an early wave, some rumbles of thunder, probably won't have uh, the convection in place to actually you know crank up anything that's all that severe uh, but later in the day we break through with some sunshine and i think that could kind of get things going a little bit and it looks like a secondary line that wants to come through of showers and thunderstorms uh, that could be severe uh, especially you know late in the day three four five six o'clock now there are a number of local communities that are having their fireworks displays on Saturday night. So that's an obvious concern. when We talk about the idea that there could be some severe weather in place uh, just as folks are, are looking to head out for uh, evening fireworks. But I do think that majority of the activity should be winding down kind of from north to south by about 8, 830. So I'm being cautiously optimistic at this point, at least, uh, as we record this podcast, that 
uh, our Saturday evening won't be all that bad, at least in terms of the severity of storms and being able to get in fireworks displays. I know Carlisle, I believe, is having their big fireworks display uh, coming up on uh, Saturday night. Just one of many uh, around the area that are having their fireworks on Saturday night. So uh, fingers crossed that everything goes off without a hitch on Saturday night. Uh, but the biggest threats from the storms on Saturday during the late afternoon and evening, we're talking about uh, potential there for some gusty damaging winds up over 60 miles per hour and also some real heavy downpours. There is going to be plenty of humidity in the atmosphere for Mother Nature to work with. So, you know, the analogy I always give is when Mother Nature decides to wring out that sponge, if you will, uh, that's when you can get yourself into a situation where you get a real heavy downpour that can lead to areas of flash flooding. So. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that for you. Obviously, anytime we're talking about severe weather here in early July, you have to include the idea of hail. And also, while the risk is very, very, very slight, there could be a brief uh, spin-up tornado. A lot of people don't realize that uh, oftentimes if there's hail, it doesn't always mean uh, that there's going to be a tornado. But hail is the uh, direct result of strong updraft winds. And updraft winds are one of the key early ingredients to producing the circulation in the atmosphere that would lead to a tornado. So uh, many times if there is a tornado, there's hail that goes along with it. Just because there's hail though, does not mean there's going to be a tornado. So uh, I'll put it to you this way, hail is more common than tornadoes. Um, but uh, just uh, a heads up that uh, we will be keeping an eye on some of those stronger storms for later in the day uh, on Saturday. Remainder of the weekend, some models hinting at the, the front kind of stalling out a little bit and perhaps there being an isolated shower or storm on Sunday. Same thing on Monday. I'm not putting a whole lot of stock in that as of this point. Uh, but look, this time of year when you're talking about, you know, warm, humid conditions, you can never say never. Uh, but I think at least in terms of the outdoor plans on Sunday, Monday, I think we're going to be okay. May just have to, you know, dodge uh, a brief passing shower, brief, brief passing thunderstorm, brief passing downpour, that type of thing. I mean, hey, look, this time of year, early July, you know, we're always uh, keeping our guard up for the potential for there to be some strong storms. And look, speaking of uh, early July, I had talked about how, you know, don't see any major spikes in the heat uh, coming our way heading into early July. Well, we are coming up on the anniversary of, uh, well, two of the hottest days in the history of central Pennsylvania. And uh, that also includes the hottest day on record in the history of central Pennsylvania. And uh, it's one that uh, I don't remember a little bit before my time, uh, but some of our older listeners will definitely remember talking about the heat wave of July of 1966. Get this July 3rd, 1966 all time record at HIA 107 degrees. That remains the record uh, by kind of a long shot, really. Um, <laughs> in second place is the very next day, July the 4th, 1966, 104 degrees. And we also hit 104 in 1988, July 16th, 1988. And I remember that well, because a quick brief story here. I graduated high school in 1988, and uh, I was kind of hemming and hawing in, in terms of getting a job. I was going to be going off to school in the fall and I wasn't uh, showing enough uh, ambition. Let's put it that way in terms of getting a job for the summer. 
and my parents had some friends. And some of you may remember the Bed and Furniture Warehouse in Lancaster County. Well, my parents were friends with the owners. So uh, my mom, my mom uh, called the owner and said, you know, I've got uh, my son, which they knew, they knew me. Um, my son, Steve, you know, Steve, uh, he needs a summer job before he goes off to school. And I've been kind of riding him to get a job and he hasn't shown a whole lot of ambition at this point. Um, he's applied a couple places, but didn't really hear anything back. Is there any way that he could come work for you guys for the summer? And they said, sure. And so I wound up spending that summer working back in the warehouse. The bed and furniture warehouse was just that it was a big warehouse, but it did have a showroom floor. Um, so it was kind of like discount furniture, but you know, a lot of stuff they had was pretty nice. So they had, you know, like a showroom and, and a nice little setup, but then there was also the back room, the warehouse where they kept all the furniture. And <laughs> I spent the summer uh, of 1988 working in the back warehouse of the bed and furniture warehouse. Uh, it was not air conditioned. Um, now it wasn't awful because the showroom was air conditioned, but the back area was not. Uh, but at least there was enough cool air coming from the showroom that it, it wasn't awful. Uh, but ew, oh boy, uh, the job basically entailed uh, unloading furniture trucks every morning once she got into work. And then I was running out on furniture deliveries. And it was, and to top it all off, it was a really, really, really hot summer. You would think I would have lost about 25, 30 pounds that summer working in a bed and furniture warehouse uh, with a summer that was that hot. But I didn't. And the reason being is because, and, and a lot of our listeners know about the twin kiss. We would go to the twin kiss in Mount Joy for lunch almost every day. And, uh, you know, I would, I was eating, you know, hamburgers and cheese steaks and milkshakes and French fries. So I think I about broke even that summer, despite the fact that I spent a lot of time working really hard and breaking a sweat uh, that entire really hot summer of uh, 1988. So uh, it's always interesting to, to look back on and remember that significant heat anniversary that we've got coming up here on the third and the fourth. And look, it stands to reason, right, that uh, two of our hottest days on record are the third and the fourth. And, uh, you know, we've got uh, July 9th, July 10th, July 22nd, July 23rd. Those are all days where the record high temperature is 103. And the last time we did that was on July 22nd back in 2011. Uh, we've got a couple of days where our record high temperature was 102. Uh, that was back-to-back. -back. You may remember the summer of 1999. That was a blazing hot summer uh, that year. And we had back-to-back -back days on uh, the 5th and the 6th, both, again, right around the uh, holiday weekend where our records are uh, <laughs> 102 degrees. I do remember that year that the uh, 4th of July celebration, it had fallen over the weekend. And uh, I do remember that uh, in Harrisburg, they were still, you know, celebrating the 4th of July on the 5th. And uh, I remember the crowds were down a little bit that year. Uh, people were just basically saying, look, you know, this is ridiculous. We can't handle this heat uh, because we had highs that were in the uh, low 100s on both the 5th and the 6th of uh, that July. The record on July 7th is 101. And that was set back in, in 2012. So the analogy I always give or that I, I love to give is uh, when people always talk about farm show weather and, oh, you know what that means? It means it's going to be cold and it's going to feel like winter. You know, we're probably going to have snow. It's farm show week. Oh my gosh, that traditional farm show. I rail about this every year. I've railed about it on this podcast before, but for our newer listeners, I always say, yeah, 
the farm show happens in January. Uh, usually, you know, it runs into like the, it starts the first week of January and runs into the second week of January. What would you expect? That's like saying, oh, well, here we, 4th of July. Oh boy, you know what that means. It's, boy, it's going to be hot and humid. And, you know, you know, you, that traditional 4th of July weather here. Well, yeah, of course, because it falls in the middle, <laughs> because it falls in the early July, uh, our hottest time of the year. So it's uh, no shock that there's a tradition of farm show week weather. Uh, because you, you look at the calendar and you go, yeah, okay, well, uh, it happens in uh, early to mid-January. Of course, <laughs> there's a tradition of uh, there being cold weather during Farm Show Week, just like there's a tradition of it being hot and humid around here uh, in and around the 4th of July and keeping that eye to the sky for thunderstorms, which is something that we're once again going to have to do here uh, for this uh, upcoming weekend. But beyond that, uh, heading into uh, early July, I think by and large, We'll have maybe a spike here or there in terms of some heat and humidity. But uh, as of this point, don't see any major, major drivers uh, for big time heat. We got a long way to go in summer. So you guys know, September can be really, really hot. It seems like every year after the kids go back to school, we have schools that are dismissing early, the ones that don't have air conditioning uh, because it's just too hot and it's just too humid and it's just uh, uh, borderline unsafe for the kids to be in school, not to mention the fact that they it's tough for them to concentrate. So um, we'll look for that for the uh, back half of the summer. You know, a lot of the country has been breaking all kinds of heat records, but we have been in the sweet spot so far. So let's hope that continues. I love summertime weather. I can deal uh, without, uh, you know, day after day of it being in the mid nineties. Some years it's like that around here. Let's hope that this temperate and, uh, what I'd like to call seasonable summer continues and that looks to continue here over the 4th of July weekend. So again, keep uh, your guard up for some stronger storms to develop on Saturday afternoon, especially during the late afternoon and evening. And then while we can't roll out a stray shower thunderstorm for uh, the 3rd and for the 4th on Monday, I think by and large, things will remain relatively calm and temperature-wise, not too bad in and around our average, which this time of year is anywhere between about 86 and uh, 88 degrees. So make it a great and safe holiday weekend, everybody. Keep your guard up for some stronger storms to develop on uh, Saturday. But bottom line is, it's summertime. Enjoy this great weather while we have it, because as we all know, it'll happen before we know it. We'll be talking about cooler temperatures and uh, fall foliage, and we all know what comes after fall. So enjoy your Independence Day weekend, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to another edition of It's Raining Mets.